we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77. WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Tuesday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Rita Cosby, for another lovely show. And folks, my money, if I had to bet, my money is on Rita Cosby at 4 p.m. today. Must Listen to radio. Rita Cosby, former governor, Andrew Cuomo, no limitations, no restrictions. If I had to bet, I would bet on Rita Cosby on this one. We have a lot to get to this morning. And the first point is how many times do we have to touch the fire collectively, before we realize that we will be burned. How many times? I'm referring to the mentally ill as it relates to the subway system. How many times do we have to touch the fire? And when I say they, they is defined as our political leaders. How many times? How many people have to die? Michelle Go lost her life. Think about it, folks. Pushed in front of a subway train, and I'm going to be blunt and graphic. And seconds later, your body is mangled to the degree that they have to clean up the parts of the train that is all mangled up with a human with human flesh. How many times do we have to touch the fire? A 35-year-old woman is clinging to life as we speak and may never walk again after a stranger, somebody clearly suffering from mentally, mentally ill issues, shoved her into the side of a train pulling out of an Upper East Side subway station. 
she may never walk again. She has a 10% chance of ever walking again, according to a relative. How many times do we, our political leaders, have to touch the fire? Another issue, migrants. Migrants are not too pleased being bused from the packed Roosevelt Hotel to other New York City shelters as dozens more arrive in Midtown. (laughs) Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams are practically playing three-card Monty with local governments around the state. Oh, there's no financial burden. The migrants are paid for. Let them come into your community. Well, they're paid for now and perhaps the next full year, but what happens two years down the road, three years down the road? Remember, they don't have immigration appointments for 10 to 12 years. So what happens when they saturated a local community and the city of New York says, oop, we're not paying for it any longer. Good luck with that. What Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams are doing is playing three-card Monty with the taxpayers and with local governments. Governor Hochul joined uh, Mayor Adams in begging President Biden to expedite, to expedite migrant work permits amid calls for New York City to get more help. And when it comes to the presidential race, I'm I'm wondering, I have a big question mark this, this morning. I, I'm not big on conspiracies, but it makes me wonder what's going on here. Hillary Clinton admits, Hillary Clinton, that age is an issue for Biden in 2024. We'll let you hear what she had to say. Uh, that's coming up. But I want to start with the woman that was shoved by a stranger into the side of a moving New York City subway train, and she has a 10% chance of ever walking again, according to a relative. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. 35 years old. 35 years old. That's how old this woman is. She's in the prime of her life for something like this to happen. It happened on the uh, Upper East Side, at an Upper East Side train station. And the woman, a Turkish immigrant, was walking on a downtown platform at the Lexington Avenue East 63rd Street Station when she was attacked around 6.05 Sunday morning. So when most of us were asleep, she was out and about minding her business when this happened. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The woman lives in Jackson Heights, Queens, and she suffered severe head and spinal 
injuries for which she underwent two lengthy surgeries been given a 10% chance of ever walking again. And what did she do? What was so horrible that this innocent woman did? She tried to ride the subway system. And then, and then you, you, you have Neely's family and, and the uncle, as I talked about last night, and others saying, oh, what happened with the Marine? Well, how many times do you think people are going to take this? Go talk to the family of Michelle Go who's in the grave right now. Go talk to the family of the Wall Street guy that was on his way on a Sunday morning to have brunch. And he said that the car services, the Ubers of the world, were too expensive, and he rode the train. Homeless man walks in, starts mumbling, and shoots him. And he's been declared um, uh, not 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 going to stand trial, psychiatric reasons. And so the assailant came up from behind this woman and shoved her into a departing E train running on the F line due to repair work. Her head struck the moving train. Medics rushed her to New York Presbyterian Hospital, where she remained in critical condition Monday. One surgery lasted some 12 hours, according to a relative. And police say she did not, well, she was not able to remember much about the incident. The attacker ran off towards Second Avenue, the Second Avenue exit, and has not been caught. Why? Why did he do it? Police have released surveillance footage. But how many times do our elected officials have to touch the fire until they realize that this mentally ill topic, you, you can't win? All you can do is hospitalize them and get them off the trains. How many times do we have to go through this? And then when a Marine steps up to protect people, oh, he's a racist and it's the end of the world and he should go to jail. Why? Because he did what America trained him to do, and that is protect Americans. People have had it. How long is this going to go on? Let's start with your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And I think about Michelle Goh a lot. 40 years old. And she died. She died under the R train in the Times Square station. And she was shoved from behind by a 61-year-old homeless man with a history of mental illness. The man has been deemed mentally unfit to stand trial. So imagine that. Her family will never receive justice. Pushed under a train. This is not Hollywood. This is not some movie version. You look up, if you get a chance to look up at all, and there's a, 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 a train 
speeding towards you, and you've got maybe three seconds left, and that's it. And while we're on the topic, think about for a second the conductor. The conductor of the train has to live with that forever as well because there's not enough time to stop the train. And then they've got to go through a lifetime of counseling. Why? Because these phony politicians, and that's what they are, will not get serious about taking the mentally ill off the subway system. Let's start with uh, your telephone calls, folks. Let's uh, begin with uh, Rocco in Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. What's on your mind? Good, good morning, Dominic, my friend. Yes, unfortunately, it's not a question. Every incident seems to be occurring through the hands of a mentally ill person. When are we going to get these people out of the subway, off the streets, and get it, get them some help? This goes back to the 70s when Geraldo went to these institutions and these people were mistreated in them, like Rockland State and out on the island and everywhere Pilgrim else. And then State, they yes. eventually opened Sinai, up the door yes. and let them yeah, And, and, you, let them and you're out. referring to, to Willowbrook. Willowbrook, that's right, Dom, and Rockland State. They just opened up the door without treatment. They said we're violating their civil rights by keeping them in these institutions. True, the institutions were subpar. The treatment was subpar. But can't we bring those standards up and give these people the help they need, take them out of the subways, off the streets, so that with incident after the incident doesn't have to occur every day? It will continue. These people don't know what they're doing sometimes. They, 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 don't you think that most of the time they, they're not cognizant of the actions that they're taking? They just are not thinking. They're mentally ill, mentally. So let's get them some help. Get them out of the subways. Bring them somewhere where they can be medicated on, you know, under proper direction, not where their rights are abused and misused. But in the 70s, we just opened all the doors and let everyone out without treatment and let them wander schizophrenics and all. Hey, buddy, go ahead. You're, you're out. You're free. We set you free. And what, and what the hell are they supposed to do? They don't know what's going on inside their head. They need help. Well, Rocco, you know, I, 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 I hear yeah. you, and, and I, I appreciate your opinion and have a great morning. One point that Rocco made, and, and folks, I, I, I know on the front side that I shouldn't say this. It's not the appropriate thing to say, uh, but, but I'm going to tell you how I honestly feel. So Rocco mentioned uh, subpar treatment in the psychiatric centers, and that's why, with the Willowbrooks of the world, and that went to an extreme. I mean, it really went to an extreme. But I want to put this question to you. Would you rather have subpar, subpar services for the mentally ill? We None of us want it, but if it comes down to that, or having them on the subways, 10 out of 10, I would say put them in the uh, treatment facilities and then work on improving them. You cannot continue. This is what I mean by touching the fire, which is what our political leaders do all the time. They've done it with the migrant issue. Oh, you folks don't know what's best. We know what's best. We got the answer. I'm going to the White House. I'm go- I was just elected mayor, and I'm going to the White House right after Biden. Not 
you're lucky if you get a second term now, Mayor Adams, the way you've handled the migrant crisis. And look look at the gratitude of the migrants. They, they don't want to leave the Roosevelt Hotel. What you want to leave? Midtown, one minute you're in a third world country, the next minute you're in New York City in Midtown. You don't have to pull out a dime. All of us want to stay at the Roosevelt Hotel, right? Four-star hotel. We all want to stay there. But can we stay there? I sat here the other night with Curtis Lewa. Video he he uh, posted broke my heart. He's standing there in the pouring rain, as Curtis does, and he's interviewing two homeless women. And they're a block from the Roosevelt Hotel. They're standing on the street, literally sitting on the street, in the rain, the woman from Peekskill, as the migrants flow in and out of the Roosevelt Hotel. And and the city dare told them that we're full here, so you have to go somewhere else. And the migrants essentially didn't want to go. They didn't want to go. I want to stay in Midtown. I'll be at the Roosevelt Hotel. I don't have to pay for it. Free, free, free. This is America. I love America. I don't have to pay for anything. This is great. This is wonderful. Me, my girlfriend, and our child, I don't have to pay anything. This is this this is great. It's fantastic. Let's go to Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. So I have a question you probably know better than I. The the airports have security. The bus terminals have security, paid security. How come the subway doesn't have paid security? You know, Deborah, that's that's a great question, I, I guess, because how expansive it is, how large it is. And well, so that's the, not, so the well, uh, but, that's but, not a, but think about it. It's a good it's a it's an idea. No, it, it it's a great idea. And 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 they have put in private security to stop people. Have I don't know if you've been on the system lately, yeah. but 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 I don't know if you've noticed Deborah, most people don't even pay the fare now. That's how much money they're bleeding. And so the MTA put in private companies for security for to stop the bleeding of the uh people not paying their fares. But to your point, it, it's a great point, Deborah. But the system is just too big. But they have they they have to do it. They're providing uh, you know a service, correct? Hmm. Well, uh, yes, uh, they are providing a service, and I'm you know I'm I'm looking up right now, Deborah, as you're speaking, and I I see on one of the many monitors that we have to monitor situations, the broad daylight attack in Los Angeles, and. These, you know, we, we, I'm, I'm not avoiding your point, Deborah. I'm just, you know, we, we let, let them be free. Let, you know, oh, oh, we feel so bad historically about how you've been treated and, you know, you can do whatever you want. But Deborah, to your point, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's a wonderful idea. But remember, when you're dealing with an airport, you're dealing with a couple of terminals. And 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 so you have uh, the the Port Authority police that handles that for LaGuardia, Kennedy, and uh, Newark, but the train system would be it, it it requires a lot. But 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 Deborah, you make one wonderful point because uh, we we need something. We we need to we have to stop our when I say we our political leaders have to stop touching the fire. Oh, I'm going to continue to do the same thing, but you're expecting a different result. With people that are extremely violent and mentally ill.
Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dom. Thanks for taking my call. You know, you said how long are they going to be touching the fire? As long as they can get away with it. I mean, the first the the person or the people who are responsible for Jordan Feely's death are the Alvin Bragg Democratic Party officials who enable a violent uh, repeat criminal and mentally disturbed person to roam around the streets. I mean, they'll be touching as long as they can get away with it. And it's about time we start calling them up for what they are. They're almost like they're enabling these things to happen. It's almost like passive aggressive murdering. Uh, they're not. They don't. They're not doing the actions, but they're the ones responsible for just for not allowing these things to happen. It's you know, it's just common sense. You don't enforce the laws. Lawlessness will take place, and you have unfortunately these mentally disturbed, violent people running around doing the things that they're doing, and uh, they'll continue to t- keep touching the fire as long as they keep getting away with it. And maybe, maybe. Dave, maybe you're correct. Maybe, 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 maybe you're correct. I mean, I, I just, how can you call yourself a leader of the people? Thank you for the call, Dave. How can you call yourself a leader of the people? And you're letting your people be hurt, maimed, murdered like sheep on the subway system. Oh, crime is down. It's down. Look at the stats for the last 18 years. Guys, we need a number that neutralized the, the recent results that are bad. So so pat it out so that we can say that crime is down. Crime is down. It's a perception. So this 35-year-old woman that may never walk again, a 10% chance, is that a perception or is that reality? That's why I praise Rudy Giuliani. You think this garbage would go on under Giuliani? He may be in his 70s. I promise you, as somebody that covered this man every day, there would be hell to pay under a Mayor Giuliani if he were in office right now. This would not happen. He would put in 22 hours a day. You wouldn't see him at a nightclub. You wouldn't see him somewhere else in the in the in the rest of the world going to the World Cup. He'd be right here in the middle of it all, dealing with the reality of what's going on. And then the advocates would say, "No, no, no! You, you know the police. The police are 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 being unfair to our people. At the stage we're at right now, so be it." We've got to get this city under control. How many times do we have to touch the fire to realize this is not a game? And Governor Hochul and and Mayor Adams together. They're playing on the migrant issue. They're playing three-card Monty with the local governments. Oh, take the migrants. It's paid for. It's paid for. Paid for for now. Listen to Governor Hochul. I understand hesitation of the unknown, but these individuals are coming with full financial support backing them, so there's not a burden financially on the local communities. Folks, I, I want you to listen one more time. This is straight up three-card Monty. I want you to listen to this again. I understand hesitation of the unknown, but these individuals are coming with full financial support backing them, so there's not a burden financially on the local communities. Right, but you're, you're, you're dangling a string. They're paid for for the next year. But what happens in the next year and a day? What happens when they're saturated in the community, the local community, and they have reproduced 
and reproduced and reproduced. What happens then when New York City says, uh, we don't want to pay the bill anymore. Good luck with that. That's why. That's why local governments are going to court in declaring states of emergencies because they see that this is three-card Monty. You know the game where you they, they the first time you play it, they, they basically let you win, and then you got to follow the uh, the card that's marked or the P that's under the three cups. Follow the queens. Follow the queens. Yes, Follow the yes. queens. Wherever she goes, nobody knows. That, follow the queens. Follow the queens. That, 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 is, that is good, Matt. Thank you. That is very good. Right. And then by the fifth or sixth try, it's impossible, right, Matt, to follow that's it. Follow the queen. Follow the queen. And then they take all your money. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes, right? Three-card Monty right there in a cardboard box where they travel from block to block. Follow the queen. Follow the queen. Wherever she goes, nobody knows. And, and they pick up their, their, their box and run when they when they yeah. see a, a detective and right? plain clothes coming. And, yeah, and they set up somewhere on another corner. <laughs> on another corner. That's, that's uh, they, uh, folks, I don't like it, but that that's what our political leaders are doing. The governor says, uh, you know, I understand the hesitation, but you don't have to worry about the money. To th- you always have to worry about the money. Let's go to Audrey, our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Dominic, thanks for taking my call. But um, I'm sorry to hear about the woman that was pushed on the train. But I'm wondering if, if the money that they're talking about raising the subway fare with can we possibly get some offices um, I, on on the, on the tra- or some cameras or something? Because it's it's ooh, it's insane. You know, I'm sorry the woman got pushed. But one thing about taking the subway, everybody should know by now, you do not approach that pla- the end of that platform until it's time to, you know to get on the train because you never right, know. Right, but Audrey, but Audrey, Audrey, you're cool people, but you're getting awfully close to blaming the victim for what happened. I'm not. I'm not. I'm blaming. I'm blaming the system. I'm blaming the fact that um, actually Bloomberg decided to, that mentally ill weren't important, and so he he classed out all other programs. But right now, um, police, uh, police, or I didn't know they had private security. That was new to hear. But um, something. And then why wasn't there a camera in that particular station over there in Manhattan? I'm surprised they didn't have a camera in the station. I thought they was going to put cameras after what happened um, in Brooklyn well, years they, ago when, a couple they, years ago when the guys shot folks on the, on this train and but, stuff. But they, but they, Audrey, they do have surveillance of the uh, suspect. It's it's what the picture of the man is uh, on every media outlet. So so they they did have the camera. But thank you, thank you, Audrey, for the call, and you have a wonderful uh, morning. Let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Hey, listen, I'm far removed from the subways of New York in total ignorance, but I have a question. Listen, cameras are after the fact. Um, Agreed. Agreed. But but I have a few questions because I'm in total darkness about this. These these platforms where people are getting pushed on at the the trains, those are the places where the, the train stops and people get on and off it, correct? Yes. Well, okay, then tell me, why isn't there... A, a chain link fence there with a gate that keeps people from doing that. And well, when the train pulls in and stops, the gate opens up. You get on. You get on your train. Right. Well, one one of uh, these bad people will find another way to harm others. But that 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 is a um, that that's a trial program that the MTA is about to start. 
where the doors would only open um, right in front of the doors of the train. So it's going to be a trial program, and but here's the problem with that. With the trial program, we may not uh, we may not see the res- it may not change until twenty years from now. Imagine imagine how many people innocent people will will be in trouble with that. Dave, I'll give you the option. I've got to take a break. You can hold on, or or and I can answer your other question. I'll give you the choice. What do you want to do? Well, that was basically it. It seems to me oh, like a chain link. Oh, okay, all right, okay, from- okay, got it. Thank you, Dave. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of your telephone calls. South Carolina, the Jersey Shore, Staten Island, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Suffolk, and Los Angeles. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. WABC. And we are back. The madness has to stop. It has to stop. Our elected officials have to stop touching the fire when it comes to the mentally ill because they're not the ones being burned. It's you and I that are being burned by the mentally ill on the subway system. 35-year-old woman, 35 years old, 35 given a 10% chance of walking again after a mentally ill homeless man Sunday morning, 6 a.m., pushes her head first into a train. She's got spinal injuries. She's had two surgeries. And think about this for a second, right? This is the least of her problems right now, but she's had two major surgeries. Who's going to pay for that? Yes, there are government programs. What about the emotional toll? What if she loses her life? What if it's Michelle Go all over again? And the governor and mayor, they're, they're out there. When it comes to migrants, oh, please welcome them in. Take them in. Governor and mayor, I hate to put it to you this way, but I have to be honest. Nobody wants to deal with migrants. Nobody wants the problem. So you could try to have it benefit your political career. The fact of the matter is nobody wants them in their community. I said it. Let's not dance around the issue. Nobody wants to be bothered with with another group of people when you're paying the tab for those people. We all have relatives that take money out of our pockets. We don't need migrants to do it. And then you slap slap us in the face and you put them in the Roosevelt Hotel, a four-star hotel. Why? There must be a deterrent factor to this, or they will keep coming. 
they will keep coming. We're taking your telephone calls. Let's go to Joe in Florida. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How you doing, man? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Well, listen. Why we need we need a police force? Why don't they? Why don't they uh, train these people to be policemen? Well, because they're not allowed to work. It's a certain procedure that they have to follow, and that's why Hoku and uh, Adams are appealing to President Biden to give an exemption. So they they can't do any job. But but Joe, do do you really want someone being a police officer where you don't know in their prior life in their other country if they may have been a gangster? I mean, we we don't no no, but of course not no. But do they can do something? You know, right? We need cops, right. We need fire fire. So so you say do something, right? Yeah yeah. How, how about this way. idea? How about this idea? No, go home. How about that? Well, that's a good idea too. How about how about no? You can't come into the country. Listen, you know the violin is playing in the background, but you can't come in this country. How about that? Yeah, you know, and my 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 uh, relatives came over from Sicily, but they had they they were tailors and barbers and construction workers. You know, mm-hmm. right, right. They they paid their dues. Right. right. Not not like 2023. And uh, if you're a migrant, you just go free, 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 Nueva York, Nueva York. And then you're at the Roosevelt Hotel. And then if you have to move from the Roosevelt Hotel, you can protest. You can actually protest. I don't want to leave. I want to stay here. Um, nobody's going to Puerto Rico. They speak Spanish. <laughs> what, well, why would they when when they but thank you for the call, Joe. Why would they go to Puerto Rico Puerto Rico is going to make you pay something. You're not going to walk into there and just get all the free, free, free. That's only in New York under Mayor Adams and and a few other progressive uh, cities. I'm I'm uh, I'm interested here. Let's see what uh, let's see with uh, what uh, David in Los Angeles has to say this morning. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Dominic, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but this really bothers the hell out of me that AOC went to the funeral of Jordan Neely. I mean, here's a guy who's been arrested 77 times, punched a 67-year-old lady in the nose and broke her nose. I, I, I don't know where you're getting the 77 from. The figure I've been given is 44 times. But but go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay, 44. Bad enough. So he's been arrested Agreed. 44 Agreed. times, punches a senior citizen lady and breaks her nose, tried to push someone under the subway and was causing a disturbance, threatening people on the subway. But she's going to show up to support that? Did she show up for Michelle Goh? Did she show up for the funeral the stockbroker killed going to Sunday brunch? I mean, really, it just really sickens me. And then she shows up in the world's biggest SUV, could have accommodated 30 people for her skinny ass. Then she's going to go complain about global warming. And she's taking selfie pictures, smiling with fans. So, again, not the biggest issue, but if you're an elected official, I think you need to stay the hell away from somebody with that type of history instead of supporting it by showing up at the funeral. Well, David, I appreciate the call. Thank you for the call. I'm not going to get into uh, uh, the physical appearance of uh, the congresswoman, but I I will say this, uh, and this is how I really feel. 
She is the worst thing that could have happened to that congressional district. She represents some of the poorest people in America and has not done a damn thing except for sit up there and promote her own self, promote her own career. And I know that those that are progressive, they think it's wonderful that AOC is in Congress. But this lady, if she wasn't given the answers, the questions before, she couldn't even get through a five-minute television interview. I'm telling you what I know. All you have to do is look at her. And she's representing the people. You gave up Joe Crowley an inch away from becoming speaker for this. What what what's that? Uh, what a couple of commercials have been been made about it. And uh, and Alex or Matt, I know you guys uh, know the answer to this. You can get with this, or you can get with that. That's what what uh, uh, the guy that is was, famous. Uh, that was black sheep. No, 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 no. The that. guy that's been in a couple of movies. Right. No, um, um, I can't remember. Treacherous, treacherous, some chat. Tre- uh, anyway, but you can get with this, or you can get with that. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. But essentially, I mean, you had Crowley, right? So you can get with this. Or you can get with that. AOC. Are we serious here? Are we are we serious? Would you want this woman as your congresswoman? Oh, the people, the people. I want to go to the Met Gala. Oh, but I don't want to pay. I've got to get free tickets. The people, the people. Oh. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Well, uh, the main issue is that what I don't understand is really all of this should be unconstitutional. I'll tell you why. Wait, wait. When you, of, when you say all of this, I have no idea what oh, you're, you're talking right, about. you're right. You're right. The migrants. Okay, why? the migrants. Okay. I'll tell you why. Look, you want really when you think about it, they want to allow migrants to enter, and that's the concept of charity. You want to give them a better shot. Had a better life. Fine. Where did he get a right to decide what charity I have to pay for? I never heard of anything as stupid as that. If I want to give charity, I'll give it to whomever or whatever I want. Where does he get a right to determine that I have to give to what they think, even if it is charity? How can they pick up a charity that I have to contribute my tax? Well, Why because, is that constitutional? because the mayor of New York citing that New York is a sanctuary city, can but do exactly... Do that. I don't yes, he can. He yes, he can. Yes, he can. Yeah, he, he can argue... Can he take money out of my pocket for what he wants to donate okay. to a charity? Okay, well, Michael, let's put it this way. I, is he doing it? Is he doing what? Is yeah, he doing it? Me. Yes. Well, of course. <laughs> and, and, he, and he's continuing to do it. So and, why don't they bring this argument up? Well, he has right to do that? He's he's flirted with it, you know. I guess when he on a good day, he'll side with the American people and go, "Oh, we don't have any more space." And it depends on how you define sanctuary city. But then I guess after the mayor leaves the nightclub, then he's in a different uh, uh, attitude, and then he's we have to welcome them all. Michael, thank you for the uh, call. Let's go to Suffolk County from New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Robert. Robert, you're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. This story of the woman really saddens me. She's what, number 28 that's been shoved onto the tracks or into a train? 
I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm but I'm I'm beyond uh, being saddened uh, by it. And at some point, it has to stop, Robert. It has to stop. And for all the talk, and only talk, Adams has made about taking the mentally ill and emotionally disturbed off the street. Have you been able to verify that any of them have been? I haven't. I haven't heard any news stories that some were. Any of them. Right. Well, there, there are th- this, this, uh, this topic came up last night with Larry from Brooklyn, and there are teams that include nurses and psychiatric personnel and law enforcement. There are at least five teams that are supposed to be on the subway. Uh, dealing with this topic on a uh, with, with the with the capabilities of removing someone if they deem them um, not able to take care of themselves. But clearly, Robert, I thank you for the call. Clearly, it's not working, right? Whatever's being done, it's not working. Thank you, Mayor De Blasio. This is why I say that you were the worst mayor ever. For the city of New York. Oh, nobody likes me. I'm Bill de Blasio. No, we don't. We'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Hmm. So I'm not big on conspiracies. There are some of you that believe that Hillary Clinton is in the background waiting to take the nomination from Biden. And I I don't give that much credibility. But I find this interesting. Hillary Clinton over the weekend asked about Biden's age. She says that age, his age, is an issue. But she's urging voters to support him Regardless, well, I mean, it's a concern for anyone. Um, and we've had presidents who've fallen before who were a lot younger um, and people didn't go into, you know, heart palpitations. Um, but he, his age is an issue and people have every right to consider it. But, you know, he has this great saying and, and you know, I think he's right. You know, he, you know, don't judge him by running against the almighty, but against the alternative. And I am, you know, of the camp that uh, I think, you know, he's determined to run. He has a good record that three years ago people would not have predicted would have gotten done. Uh, he doesn't get the credit yet that he deserves for what is happening out in the country in terms of, you know, jobs and growth and, and planning for the future with chips and other stuff. So I obviously hope he stays, you know, very you know, focused and able to uh, compete in the election because I think he I think he can be reelected. And that's what we should all hope for. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting that Hillary Clinton is admitting that Biden's age age is an issue. One, she's only stating the obvious that we all know, but it's very interesting. Let's go back to your telephone calls. Frank Morano standing by for the top of the hour at 1 a.m. Harry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Harry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, good morning, Damian. Good Thanks morning. Thanks for taking my call. How are you? Good, yeah, please you go ahead. That, um, how about this? Uh, first of all, my heart goes out for this young woman that was shoved uh, under the train tracks. No, not, 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 not on the track. She was pushed her head into the side of the train. 
but it's done a lot of okay. damage. Okay. Go, go ahead, Harry. Okay. Yeah, but my question is, you said by removing the mentally ill, the subway, how how do you remove a mentally ill? I know you, by a homeless person, you can tell um, he's wearing rags, he smells, he mumbles some words, but this, if someone's quiet and just out of the blue pushes someone, how do you know he's mentally ill? Well, I, I, in my personal experience, I have never met a mentally ill person that is completely quiet. And on these teams, Harry, they have uh, psychiatrists, nurses. These are professionals that are trained to look for this. To well, look for in the subway. We're not. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. The yes, they, they're in the subway system. And and clearly, clearly, you folks don't believe it because you're like the fourth call to indicate that they're not in the subway. But they are in the subway, and they have teams to recognize the mental illness. And if you're, I mean, if you're, if you're standing there mumbling to yourself or so on, you know, I agree with you on this, Harry. A person that's quiet and acts out, you you can't predict that. But I have never in my entire life met a mentally ill person that has the ability to speak that does not spurt out things or does not talk. So it, it's a matter of these advocates. Here's the problem, Harry. The moment that the mayor tries to crack down, these advocates that are like AOC's best friend, they run into federal court and block the city from taking any action. Therein lies the problem. And then the advocates right. go hide. They go hide, and, and, and no one knows who they are. And so the next person is pushed in front of a train, and then and then the city tries to crack down, and then they go to court, and then they hide again. And then and they go to court, and they don't fit for trial. I mean, if they fit to be between normal people, why why aren't they fit to be on trial? Well, that's that's another long um, issue, Harry. That's because- the problem. Also, if they don't fit on trial, they'll be pushing everybody in. Well, they get it, they're getting away with murder in, in some cases, um, some cases. Uh, but, Harry, I, I have to be tough. They have to be tougher. I it's consequences. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, thank you for the call. Let's go to let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's go to Mike. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, yeah. With the trains, you got. You're saying uh, the, the politicians? No, the politicians are flaming, the, uh, uh, fueling the flames. That's what was causing the problems. They're not doing a ding dang thing. The, the they should put the cameras in all the, all the uh, platforms and put the the, uh, the toll booth people back in the you know so they can monitor the cameras. I'm sure that a lot of these people that get, you know, mentally deranged, excuse me for saying it that way, uh, that, uh, you know, they loiter in an area before they do anything. They would be able to see that on the camera. Well, hey, Mike, Mike, let me ask you a question. When they did have the uh, the clerks in the, in the booth, have you ever tried to go up to one of them for assistance? Yeah. And what was the reaction that you received? I had good and bad. Okay, so so you, had, you had good and bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, most of the time that I've gone up to the booth, right, <laughs> um, it's either a young man that's texting his girlfriend or whoever he's texting or a young lady 
that's texting her boyfriend, and the last thing they want to do is be bothered by a train rider. So so that's one. Number two, the cameras are there. But the cameras are only going to capture what happens after the fact. So what are they supposed to do, Mike? The no, if you if they're, if they're going to uh, a person homeless or whoever is, usually they'll loiter around in the tra- in the subway area. Right, but Mike, but, you but, see but, that but on Mike, the, on the no, camera, no, no, you no, can no, 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 you can't, Mike. You can't just sweep up the homeless person because they're there. Believe it or not, they no, have to wait. Be a uh, Mike, or, or wait, a, wait, wait, Mike. Let me finish. They, they, I'm they, sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. They have constitutional rights. And believe me, they have lawyers that fight for their rights. Much their their uh, political advocate is much stronger, the homeless advocate, than than for you or I. And if they're not a danger to themselves or disrupting the public uh, at large, you can't remove them. There's nothing you can do. Right, but they could send the team in. That's going around on the trains. Right. Okay, but Mike, but but and, but, and again, but again, no, Mike, Mike. If they're not acting up, there is nothing that the team can do. Nothing. You can't just sweep them up because they're homeless. The team, the the, the advocates don't want them sweeped up. Period. No matter how deranged they may be acting. And and this is why you have police officers. You can't blame the cops. Thank you for the call, Mike. You have police officers that just walk right past them. Because I, I literally walked up to a cop, I guess because I you know I wear headphones and radio and in television we have little ear peace in our ear. And when I'm not working, I like peace. And and I like silence when I'm not working. And you go onto the train and all you hear is bang, bang, bang. I'm a rapper. I'm Michael Jackson. I'm Britney Spears. And they're all performing, and people are giving them money. And I'm saying to myself, I know this makes me sound like a Scrooge, but I'm saying to myself, why are you giving them money when this is only encouraging them for their dysfunctional behavior? And so one day, this guy was just bang. It was so loud, I felt like I was in Studio 54. And just bang, 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 bang. And people thought it was just wonderful. And I, I, I wanted to just crawl under the staircase. And so I saw a police sergeant with, with his, uh, with his stripes on his arm. And I walked up to him and I said, excuse me, sir. And it was a couple of cops there. I said, can you, he was very nice. I said, can you explain to me why I have to tolerate all of this damn loud noise? And he said, well, it's simple. The law states that they can't be on the platform unless they have a permit for the sound. But as long as they are actually up at the mezzanine level, they can be there. And so they have rights and laws and protection. And you and I, good luck with that at the end of the day. Mike, South Carolina, good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Top of the morning, Dominic. I'll tell you, man. You know, uh, uh, mentally disturbed. And one person called, you know, they make it sound so simple. Bus terminals and airport security. Like you said, Dom, it can't be done. Expansive system. I did 25 years with the MTA. Transit, then I went to Metro North. And I saw so many incidents. And that poor lady, I hope she recovers, you know, mentally twisted, disturbed. The cops can't be on the subway. Five boroughs can't be done. And you know what? I'll leave you with this, Dom. Uh, uh, you know, clubbing, one-term Adams, 
maybe he can go clubbing with 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 uh, Governor Hoko and the and phony Reverend Sharpton puts a, a racial spin on it, and his uncle couldn't help him out. That mentally disturbed kid, hey Sharpton, you're a fake phony and a fraud, like the great Bob uh, Grant when I first started listening to talk radio. Thanks for your time, Dominic. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I do want to make a, a small correction here. So thank you, Michael Ricky, who just tweeted me. And, folks, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. You can also send me messages. So, Michael, and I knew I had the term wrong, but remember, this is live radio, live radio. And so I said train conductor. I said the impact to a train conductor when when someone is pushed in front of a train and they and it's it's technically the train operator it's not the conductor the conductor is the one that uh that opens the doors in the middle of the train but at the end of the day at the end of the day it's still a very unfortunate situation and certainly we we pray for this 35 year old woman but uh she's got some difficult days ahead after her head was pushed into a train, courtesy of a homeless person in New York City. I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you? I am doing just fine. How are you doing? I'm Except for hearing about another incident on the subway. Yeah. No, I that's... Mean, uh, well, the good news is uh, pretty soon you'll be able to pay 5% more for the privilege <laughs> of going on the train and having these incidents. I, you know, please don't get me started. We we have what fifty seconds yeah. left, Frank. Please don't get me started. What what do you have coming? All up right. This well, morning? we got a good mix of uh, of silly and serious, the strange, the abnormal, the fun, the mainstream. Tim Scott is in the presidential race. We're going to talk about that. Glenn Youngkin looks like he's talking about getting back in the presidential race. But uh, going to be joined in a half hour by Lee Fang, one of the finest independent journalists in the whole country. All these big tech companies that did these layoffs a couple of months ago, they've now all hired foreign workers. So he's broken that story, and we're going to talk to him about that and a whole bunch of other things as well. So are you going to keep me up all night Damn as right. you often do? Damn right. I'll keep you awake. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, folks. I'll be back in 24 hours. Remember, 4 p.m. today, Rita Cosby, Governor Andrew Cuomo, coming up right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard.